Very important morning for us. I have uh, seen more government angels in the room than I have in quite some time and messenger angels. And I know why they're here. They are here to listen for an agreement of the ecclesia with what the king is saying, what our God is saying. And uh, that agreement will activate uh, a massive new move of God on the planet. There must be agreement with what God is saying. And the generals in the kingdom of God cannot be feckless like our natural ones. So we must declare the word of the Lord. And I believe I have that. Our great God is moving. He's moving in ways that we have to discern. If you don't discern it, you miss it. And the ecclesia must respond. We must pray and we must be vocal representatives of Christ's kingdom on the earth. In this perilous moment, we cannot be spectators. Now, the last few days have shown us just how fast God can move to remove the influence, the authority, and the positions of rule from high-ranking government leaders who arrogantly have opposed him. He can do it quickly. Change is happening right in front of our eyes. Major change. And it is incumbent upon the true ecclesia to agree with it, to, to decree its success and engage with it remembering what God does on earth. He does through and it is enforced by His people. He has given us authority to partner with Him. To forbid or permit uh, in Jesus name of course and right now we must be very aggressive very very proactive very bold warriors the Biden administration was the darling of the world just days ago America's back a president Biden will realign us properly with with world powers he will release the progressive values humanism demands. It will accelerate our mini-God agenda. This was proven, of course, and, uh, at the National Day of Prayer event. Other presidents have had that event, but this time other gods were mentioned and our God was not. And now this woke regime has had its influence destroyed in just a few short days. Don't think God's hand wasn't in it. God ripped the band-aids off the corruption and the anti-Christ rhetoric in front of the entire world. And he did so in a way that I certainly never saw coming. Uh, I didn't see the miserable failure in Afghanistan. I didn't see that coming. Why? 
Why? It's incumbent upon us to know it. Why the utter ineptness being exposed in front of our eyes? Yes, because we've prayed for, for the exposure of feckless government, but far more than that, I believe, because America was birthed making a covenant with God that it would export the gospel of Jesus Christ, that, that it would be a light to the world, but in its nation building and culture reordering, this administration began to export and accelerate secular ideologies. They began to accelerate them in Afghanistan and in other nations, not just America anymore, other nations. It exported in accelerated ways. Transgenderism, the homosexuality, uh, the homosexual agenda, socialism, and idolatry or many gods. America's Afghan embassy even flew the LGBTQ flag. What's that about? Even the Afghanis didn't like that one. But more than that, the hubris in your face, exporting of godlessness, broke a covenant. And it triggered something in the spirit realm. And God said, that is enough. Destroy their influence and put their authority in peril. Accelerate the work of my kingdom's ecclesia to change things. Rip off the band-aids and show the ecclesia, I have made Jezebel government vulnerable to your response. Sound the alarm and reveal to my people clearly the strategies of darkness so they discern their times, so they know what to do, and so they reign with me. A shift is taking place in front of our very eyes. Millions of angels have been sent to assist. God is up to something. Our King and Holy Spirit has a plan. They're up to something. Change is coming if the church will engage. And I believe, I believe she is going to. Jeremiah chapter 6 in verse 16 has been, has been a passage burning in my spirit the last few days. Hear it if you would please. This is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. But you reply, no, that's not the road we want. I posted watchmen over you who said, listen for the sound of the alarm. But you replied, no, we won't pay attention. And the rest of the chapter is about the consequences that occur if you do not pay attention. America is living in those consequences. Consequences. It means the result or the effect of actions. Consequence means conditions that result because of something done or something not done. Consequences mean the resulting effects of behavior, morals, government, or spiritual decisions. Consequences, 
the resulting conditions caused by poor planning, no planning, or wrong planning. Consequences, the resulting conditions caused by someone's thoughts, actions, or words. So, government decisions, cultural decisions, moral decisions do activate consequences triggered by those decisions. So, who's making the decisions does matter. Who's in positions of rule does matter. Who's in the Congress does matter. Who's president matters. Joe Biden being president is a consequence of woke, liberal, socialistic, meistic, narcissistic, non-thinking Americans and sadly Christians choosing to look the other way, choosing to be a part of a government-dependent citizenry. Conveniently forgetting that dependency leads to control and control leads to tyranny every time and loss of freedom. And as we've seen, a government that you cannot trust. The Biden regime is a consequence also of pretend shepherds called hirelings who strain at gnats and swallow a camel for prestige or for money. He and his regime are the consequences of nominal denominations who have said, we don't want to pay attention. That's not the road we want. It's not going to harm anything for, for a more, to embrace a more progressive religion. But now we see they are blind, leaders of the blind. Now we see there are consequences for not going God's way, dire consequences. Now we see you have blood on your hands and you will be held accountable. The current inept leadership has been empowered also, we know by fake news media that spread lies and deceptions. And now we see it matters. Truth matters. It always has mattered. Now we see the woke delusion taught on many of our college campuses produces a confused generation content to follow the herd with other Marxist lemmings. Following so close, now they all go over the cliff. Don't think for yourself, you're not allowed to. Don't check to see if it's true, you're not allowed to. Just take our, our word for it. We're sophisticated, we're the elite, we're the smart ones. Everyone stay in step and use the mantra of hell's agenda to destroy this, this evil nation that even our president recently said is not so special. Stick together and on all levels work to weed out Christianity and it's outdated values. Make no mistake, that's what this is about. It's about an all-out attempt to turn this nation into a goat nation. And it's not gonna happen. It's about compromising God's word. It's about covenant breaking. 
It's about sec secularizing faith in Jesus Christ. It's about redefining the mission statement of the United States. Make no mistake, the government functioning right before our eyes is the government of tyranny that our forefathers and founders warned us about. Those who have taught the demon doctrine that the church, the people of God, are to stay out of culture, stay out of laws and government by your words or by your silence. When King, King Jesus says the exact opposite, are now responsible for some of the horrible consequences. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we vote for incompetent leaders. It doesn't matter if we vote for a weak president that has proven his incompetence for 50 years. It doesn't matter if you put the squad members who hate our country and despise Christianity and despise Israel. Doesn't matter if you put them in our Congress. Just concentrate on the spiritual side of things. Don't get involved. No harm will come. There won't be any consequences. But now we see compromising, gutless hypocrisy is causing plenty of consequences. Demon doctrine matters. It kills people. Now we see we have a government and we have leaders who have been weighed in the balance and they have found wanting, derelict in duty. It'll be all right. Oh, there'll be no consequences when right in front of our eyes we are seeing that is a glaring, a glaring lie. Tell that to the Christians being beheaded in Afghanistan this past week. Tell it to the others who have been tied to a stake and burned alive. Yes, it has happened. Tell that to women and children being stoned to death or shot because they dare want freedom. Tell that to our school children whose schools are a mess. A confused, muddied mess. Tell the oil workers there are no consequences. Or the coal miners who have lost their jobs because of very dumb, woke decisions. Decisions made by those who are now asking foreign countries, would you please supply our energy needs? We want you and your families blessed. We want your families working, but not ours. Tell that to COVID relief ideas that penalize Americans who question what is true. And for sure, we don't know what is true. Why? Because feckless leaders won't tell us. From election fraud, and yes, there was election fraud, to trillion dollars of debt, to Afghanistan pull out to COVID, the overreach, choking liberty and freedom is, is rampant through their deceit, through their lies, and through cheating. Obey what, just obey us. Obey what we tell you to do. Why should we? It's tough to obey a regime that bungled the pullout of Afghanistan with colossal failure after failure. 
and allows drugs and those on terror watch lists, lists to cross our southern borders by the thousands. It's difficult to trust generals and a Pentagon, Pentagon officials, not our soldiers, not our warriors. They are awesome. I'm talking about their leaders in many cases. It's difficult to trust generals and Pentagon officials who have spent the last few months promoting critical race theory in our military, which will divide a band of brothers. It won't unify them. It's filled with lies. Some of our generals, Millie being one of them, spent thousands of hours promoting liberal ideas concerning white privilege, white rage, socialism, even communism, even Karl Marx's books were recommended by our military brass. And of course, they also began to promote Black Lives Matter and of course, homosexual lifestyle and transgenderism. We now have new manuals with the lying demon propaganda. And now we see they should have been using that time for winning strategies against the Taliban rather than surrender in utter disgrace. It matters. It's time to hold them accountable. It destroys a nation. It matters. It destroys lives. It matters. Only fools think it doesn't matter. Only fools think it, it doesn't affect our lives. Only fools think that it has no effect on our future or on our children's future. But if you have leaders hell-bent on wokeness, you're going to face dumb consequences. The proof is right in front of our eyes. It's in this context of perilous times that the true church must rise and be who we've been built to be. This is our moment. We cannot vacillate and wander about confused and passive. We cannot be intimidated by numbers, demons, propaganda, lies, most certainly an abusive government or deep state retribution. The church must be Christ's spiritual government on the earth that influences and changes government that has been demonized on the earth. And we have one. The world needs to, to it needs the true ecclesia to make it stand, to speak up now, to, to engage boldly now, to call out evil now, to call out Jezebel government now, to confront demonic agendas now. It's not an option. If we turn our heads, we lose the country. To say what is happening in far too much of our government is disingenuous is not enough. No, no. We must say it's evil. It's evil. It's evil to destroy people's jobs and leave them destitute. That's evil. It's evil to falsely accuse and penalize innocent people. That is evil. 
It's evil to imprison for political purposes those you disagree with. It's evil to betray those who trust you and what you told them. It's evil to break covenant with God. It's evil to lie and blame others for what you did. It's evil to to censor people's hopes and dreams because of haughty indifference that does not agree with your ideologies. It is evil to teach our school kids demon doctrine. It's evil to tell human beings, you don't matter. You're, you're not essential like we are. Too bad about your peril. Too bad about your fears. Too bad about your torture or death. Bummer about being raped. Bummer about being burned. Bummer about being, being shot. Bummer about being sold as a sex slave. But we have deadlines to meet. We need to get on with things that matter, that are more progressive. Jeremiah 6, 16, Message Bible. God's message yet again, go stand at the crossroads and look around. Ask for directions to the old road, the tried and the true road, then take it. Discover the right route for your souls, but they said nothing doing, we aren't going that way. I even provided watchmen for them to warn them to set off the alarm, but the people said, it's, it's a false alarm. It doesn't concern us. Well, now we see it wasn't a false alarm. Evil really is lurking. These scriptures were given through the prophet Jeremiah. And they remind us that the true apostolic, apostolic and prophetic voice has always been, always been a voice that speaks into nations, laws, government, government, kings, queens, cultures. The ecclesia built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, according to Ephesians 2.20, says what it says. It must stand at the crossroads, the crossroads of a nation, and speak into its government. Must declare what God's word at the crossroads. It must stand there and say what God's word says. And if we were ever at a crossroads, we are at one right now. You're not finding a bigger one. The discipling of a nation is the commissioning of King Jesus to the true church. Matthew 28 and verse 19 tells us that. And we cannot allow our, our obedience to be compromised or watered down or rewritten by those who cherry pick or black out biblical truth that they've decided to overlook. Simply put, Obedience is a choice. And that choice hinders the power of God on earth or it, it activates it. I want it activated. I want to see the power of God on this planet. 
I want to see the fire of, of a new Pentecost. I want to see revival fires burning, but, but that can only happen in fullness if we decree and obey what the king says. We cannot just have revival without obeying the commissioning part of revival. Too many just want to play in the river. They don't want to go to the river, be refreshed, drink, and then go to war. They just want to float around in the revival river. Not if we're going to see the fire of God fall without measure. We must be responsible for all of it. As sons and daughters of God, as joint heirs with Christ Jesus, we must repeatedly appeal for truth and wisdom to be heeded. We must decree at the crossroads directions to the old paths, directions to the tried and the true ways, directions to proven ways. We must must be watchmen and watchwomen raising the alarm. Those who are willing to stand at the crossroads and declare, this is the route to find rest for your souls. We must proclaim the old godly ways. Understanding. Old does not mean outdated where an ever-living God is concerned. In a sense, God is very old, but he's ageless. He's now life and always has been now life. Old, old means original living ways that are still the best living ways. They're still the living life ways that as the creator himself are ageless, they're timeless, they are ever relevant. The earth and all of creation was made to function in those ways. They are tried and they are true. It's time to say we are not embarrassed by them. It's time to say we believe they're brilliant. And your progressive ones that oppose them are not sophisticated and they are not enlightened. They are stupid. They're dumb. They're crazy. They're senseless. And they hurt people. They destroy people's lives. They cause mayhem. And we're not taking that anymore. Go to the crossroads and look around. Go stand at the intersection where a turn can be made in several different directions. Go stand in Washington, D.C. and take a good look around. Go stand in our schools and our universities and look around. Go stand in commerce, businesses, state houses, courthouses, Go stand in our downtowns and look around. Go to the mayor's office and take a good look around. Go down to the street corners where drugs are sold and gang, gang members shoot one another. But the stray bullets also 
begin to kill children, go and look around. But many have said, and they're still saying, I, I don't want to hear that. I, I, I don't want to hear that. I, I, I don't want to look around. I don't want to pay attention. I don't want to see. I don't want to know. And I don't want to do. It's not my concern. When I was a kid, there was a TV show called Hogan's Heroes. It was about an American POW camp the Germans had in World War II. And one of the guards was Sergeant Schultz. He was a German guard. He was one who could be counted on to look the other way whenever our guys were trying anything. And nearly every show, Sergeant Schultz could be heard saying, I know nothing. Nothing. I see nothing. Nothing. To the Sergeant Schultz's in our time. Do you still see nothing? Do you still know nothing? Do you still look the other way? Is it still not your concern? Perhaps it will become your concern when your son or daughter or your grandson or granddaughter are put in harm's way by some very dumb leaders. Perhaps the concern will come when your job is taken and you can't provide for your family anymore because a president or a congress or a band of unified progressive lunatics thinks it's better for people in other countries to have jobs than you. Perhaps it will become your concern when your child or your grandchild is sprayed with mace for worshiping God in a park by Black Lives Matter or Antifa or some other hate group. Perhaps it becomes your concern when you're arrested and accused for something you didn't do and are left to rot in jail like many in Washington, D.C. today who are in our House of Representatives leaders Gulag today. Gulag means political prison. Perhaps it, it becomes your concern when you're deemed unessential. You don't matter. You're insignificant. It's time to see things. It's time to look around. It's time to know things. And it's time to do things. It's time to do some things in the street. It's time to do some things at the crossroads. It's time for a movement of God and his ecclesia, a movement of his people, a movement of like-minded Americans who at least are God-fearing, law-abiding, a movement that God commands his ecclesia to lead. It's time for a kingdom of God-led movement that goes into the crossroads of this country and says enough go back to the tried and true ways and you go back now go back to the old roads and take them go back to the godly ways 
I believe it's time to say, I believe, I believe it. I believe it's time to say we will no longer obey your dumb ideologies. It's not a matter of rebellion. It's a matter of brains, and we choose to use ours. We will, we will not, we will not follow your double-mindedness or triple-mindedness or quadruple-mindedness or whatever one we're on now. We will plainly and boldly say, your crazy ideas are crazy. We'll call stupid, stupid. And we will not blindly follow the lunacy. We will not agree with your language. We're not going to call men women. We will no longer follow your lies and phony patriotism. We will pay attention. We will evaluate. And we will speak truth to power. We will not be intimidated. We will be the true king's ecclesia. The one we've been built to be. The one Holy Spirit has been, has been grooming for decades. The one he's been preparing to prevail against the gates of hell. The one he's been preparing for the greatest revival and reformation in history. Now's the moment of that ecclesia's movement. Now is the time for a people force that disciples, that, that reforms, that forbids and permits by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of King Jesus. Now is the time to forbid those who have lied to us to rule us. It's time to say, you got to go. You got to go. And we will work tirelessly to see you do. It's time to make it our concern to promote those who follow the old ways, the tried and true ones. It's time to vet and promote those who will replace the professional liars. It's time to tell them, you're done. Thankfully, we have some strong, brilliant young men and women who are artic articulate and they are willing to make a stand for this nation. They're coming out everywhere. Pay attention. Start listening. Wow, the courage in them. They know what they're talking about. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, and heritage. But they are awesome. And they're coming out of the woodwork right now. They love freedom. They haven't bought the wokeness. And they're rising just like Holy Spirit told us he was going to do. He's bringing them forth. Holy Spirit is calling to them right now. We need to back them and those like them. We got to pay attention. It is a primary concern of the ecclesia to pay attention and speak truth to power. Evil consequences result if we don't. There's a human tendency our enemies are counting on happening to us. Why? Because it's happened before and we bought it. Not this time. 
We cannot let it happen. Like it or not, we must pay attention. When enough things are thrown our way and demanded that we submit to them, our souls can become desensitized to danger. And we voluntarily give up freedoms, social freedoms and religious freedoms. It's easier just to give in. And then just give in some more and then just give in some more. And before long, there's a drift into controls and penalties if you don't submit to the controls. Then the controls become tyranny and a small group of those in power can strip people of their God-given rights. You can't go to restaurants unless you follow our rules. You have to prove and you have to have documents if you want to go to a restaurant. You don't have to to vote. You don't have to to get across our southern borders, but you got to if you're going to a restaurant. You can't travel. You can't go to school. Can't fly on planes. You can't work. It's erosion of freedom through political controls. An illustration that describes this, uh, this passive resistance to tyranny's danger is that of a frog placed in a pan of cool water on a stove. Put him in the cool water, everything just seems just okay. But then you turn the burner on. And the rising temperature is gradual enough that the frog doesn't jump out. He submits and is boiled to death. The temperature of socialism, Nazism, progressivism, and Christian eradication has been slowly rising the last few years. It's time to heed the alarm and jump out of the pan. History teaches us this in recent times in Hitler's Nazi Germany. Again, we need to pay attention. The Nazis didn't start with gas chambers. They started with one party control of the media. Don't believe it, just look it up. It's not hard to find this. I have looked. Started with one party control of the media, one party control of the message, one ideology deciding what is true. One mindset censoring speech contrary to their mindset. Not so, not so different than what's being attempted in our times. The Nazis silenced opposition by torturing and, and then imprisoning those who spoke up, intimidating the society into submission. Sadly, the church went silent as well for the most part, which proved to be a horrific mistake. 
The Nazis also took over the schools and the universities, teaching and indoctrinating the kids with their worldview of a superior race. They were taught to report their parents or their grandparents if they didn't comply with the state's doctrines. The state's doctrines. This political ideology began to bankrupt the middle class and caused division in the citizens, resulting in bigotry and racism and even hatred. And at that point, the rhetoric became even more vicious and political activists began to harass, ridicule, and persecute anyone with another view. No other view can be tolerated. All other views are to be considered treasonous, especially the view of God's people especially the views of the church. The hatred became such that the actual removal of such people from society was introduced and it was soon embraced. Take their property. Take their businesses. In fact, it's okay to murder them. We are better off without them. And as hard as it may be to believe, not even a hundred years ago, millions died in a holocaust and the whole world went to war. It's a fact. We got to pay attention. Imbecilic leadership matters. Political abuse matters. Almost everything I mentioned to you has been happening now. They didn't start with gas chambers or firing squads. They didn't start with concentration camps, tattooing people with numbers, identifying their insignificance. They are subpar. They're, they're non-essential human beings. They started where today's Nazis, socialists, ingrates have started in our times. It started and it grew in momentum when people turned a blind eye to what was happening. We cannot do that again. It is so dangerous. We've got to jump out of the pan. And it's high time we do it now. We must be the king's vocal, engaged, bold ecclesia. We must rise up agreeing with God and what he is saying. We must agree with heaven and say, you're done. You will not rule over us. We will not follow. There's a story that has had a dramatic effect on my life. I actually used it to end one of my books, New Era of Glory. I've thought about it so many times over the years, and I've certainly been thinking about it the past few weeks. 
I read of a man who took his young daughter to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. He was worried about taking her there, thinking she might be too young to deal with some of the emotions that, that she would be confronting. And if you've ever been there or you've maybe seen the documentary about it on TV, you know the scenes are very graphic, and they should be. The scenes are horrific. The concentration camps are vividly shown. The ovens they were burned in are shown. The gas chambers are shown. And there's one large room that seems to, for whatever reason, get everyone going through. He gets to them emotionally. It's just a room that is a pile of shoes, baby shoes, little kids' shoes, women's shoes, men's shoes, just a pile of shoes. And there's always weeping that's going on somewhere in that that museum recognizing someone filled those shoes, a real person. As the horrible Holocaust that was inspired by Hitler, who was inspired by demons, it's, it's shown, it's described. This man walked through the museum with his daughter. He wondered what effect it was having on her because she was very quiet and said nothing. She didn't even say anything when they left the museum. She simply appeared somber and thoughtful, downcast and sad. And her quietness caused him to be even more concerned, more alarmed, thinking he he shouldn't have ever brought her here. Later that evening, when she finally did say something, her response was simply a question as she said, Daddy, why didn't somebody do something? That's the question of the ages. We are at another time in history that is calling for a stand to be made. Cultural infrastructures on which we have built good sound lives are being removed. We are now building on the sifting sands of humanism, secularism, socialism, atheism. 63 million infants have been sacrificed on the abortion altar. Their blood's crying out from the land. The family unit is under extreme attack by homosexual agendas. 40% of our children are born out of wedlock. America, because of godless ideas, because of apathetic living, and because of pathetic leaders, is a mess. And the question of the ages is now ours to answer. It's yours to answer. It's mine to answer. I can't be silent. I I can't. I won't. I've got to push for reformation and revival. I've got to push for both. I can't shrug the question 
because I've thought about it. It bothers me to think about it. I don't like thinking about it. But I don't want to live my life in such a way that your kid or grandkid or mine looks at me and says, Papa, why didn't you do something? Why didn't you go to the crossroads and say you must go back to the old ways? The tried, the true ones. Why didn't you say we won't follow this lunacy? Why didn't, why didn't you march in the streets? Why didn't you badger and complain? Why didn't you do something? Why didn't you look feckless leaders in the eye and say you're a liar and I won't follow you? There's a sign posted at the Holocaust Museum there in Washington, D.C. When you walk out of that museum, it's right there for, for you to see. And I hope it resonates in your heart and in all watching and those thousands that will. It challenges me. I hope it challenges you. But when you come out of the museum, there's a sign. Bold letters, it says... Thou shalt not be a victim. Thou shalt not be a perpetrator. Above all, thou shalt not be a bystander. Our kingdom doesn't need any more bystanders. Our nation doesn't need any more bystanders. We need unintimidated warriors. Standing for the cause. Refusing to be censored. When the king of all kings comes to this earth, whenever that is, I don't know. But whenever he comes and we stand to give an account, I don't want to hear him say, I gave you power, I gave you authority, I gave you angel armies. Why didn't you do something? Why didn't you go to the crossroads and shout? Why didn't you go with boldness and say, I'm following King Jesus and I will not be following your antichrist agenda. I will work to see you gone. Singers and musicians, come please. Stand if you would. Jesus, your kingship and lordship
is more important and relevant to our times than at, at times I think we pay attention to. Now God, I've sensed so much today that I was declaring into an atmosphere a spirit realm. Trying to bring an agreement into the heart of an ecclesia not just here, Lord, but everywhere it can go to agree with you because I believe, I believe you want to change everything and I believe you can and I believe the ecclesia can be on the tip of this. And it is now time for us to soberly look at life right in front of us and declare we will be those cultural warriors and spiritual warriors, government warriors, that will change things. We will not shirk the responsibility. We will come into agreement with you. We will not allow your principles to be cast aside anymore. I pray, God, for an army to arise. I pray for generals to rise. I pray for, I pray for true warriors to arise. That in the very depths of who they are say, that's it. I will not be moved. I will be aggressive. I will call it like it is. I'll speak the truth. I don't care who likes it or doesn't like it. I'll speak the truth. Pray God that your will and your plans would be implemented. Yes, in this house. Yes, in the the outreach of this ecclesia but not just here, God. I pray for the voice of the Holy Spirit to begin to resound deep inside of the hearts of the remnant like Gideon's 300 deep inside. That's it. That's enough. And I pray, God, that that remnant, which is far greater than 300, would rise in this time now. May the world see the ecclesia you have built for this time. You said you would build it. You said you would. I trust you, Lord. We trust you. You said you would build it in such a way hell couldn't prevail. We believe that, Lord. And we believe you're saying time. So let the movement begin. Let it begin now. Let's change this government. Let's change this culture. Change this world. 
Take it back to the godly ways and activate reformation and true revival. up those Lord that are un unintimidated I thank you Lord for what you're doing now since in the spirit realm something's happening there's a shift happens been happening Lord for weeks I've been trying to get my my spirit and my thinking around it but somehow this morning I know I don't know everything you are doing but you are up to something and you're just saying with my ecclesia raise its voice with my reckless ecclesia with my ecclesia agree with me I'll change it I'll remove them I'll give you leaders that have my heart Agree with me. Agree with me. Agree with me. Agree with what I say. Take it into yourself. Pray it. Decree it. Activate the angels. I decree in Jesus' name. It changes. Wokeness, break. Break your hold off this nation. Break you lying spirits. I break you demon liars. Stop. Stop it. Move the liars. 